Swap Food Podcast, episode 10. Can you believe it's uh, 10 episodes so far? So far, so good. So far, so good. Yeah. Um, we started the podcast February 24th of 2010 was our first episode. And here we are, um, you know, some months later. Yeah, yeah it's uh, June 13th, 2010. And we've gotten 10 episodes in, in you know, done. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so for our 10th episode, we decided to do something a little different. But first of all, we should tell everybody who we are. Oh, I'm Miss Swap Foo. I'm Mr. Swap Foo. And this is the Swap Foo Podcast. And uh, just really quick, just wanted to thank everybody for continuing to listen to us go on and on about these things that interest us uh, um, concerning the swinging lifestyle. And uh, we hope we find hope, we hope you find it informative or amusing or entertaining or whatever. But yeah. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. So what are we doing again? Tonight we're doing top 10 uh, in celebration of our 10th podcast. Top 10 things we've learned about the lifestyle um, over the past six months. Right. So we're going to forego our usual kind of chronicling of what it is that we did over the last two weeks and just go on and talk about our top 10. And we'll probably intermix some of the stories and things or experiences that we that we went through in the last two weeks in upcoming episodes but we'll go ahead and not do that this time around so yeah and uh one one thing that we did is uh mr swap Fu and i each made a top 10 list we have not shared that information with each other we as have of not now. <laughs> we have not and uh so we each have our own top 10 list yes so you know there might be some crossover but i think it'll be an, a good learning experience for both of us i think so too i think it'll be fun i think that we're gonna have a lot more things in common than you think <laughs> okay Good. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, so we're going to count back from number 10 to number one, and we'll take turns. And I don't know. Do you want to flip a coin to see who goes first, or do you want to go first, ladies first? I'll, I'll go first. I'll um, go first. Okay. Um, yeah, so go ahead. And, so this is to be the, the... Number 10. No, yeah, the 10th, the 10th thing. The 10th item on the list that I created was that I think uh, clubs are uber cool. I think lifestyle clubs are wonderful. And I know for a long time we were very um, leery. Skeptical. Yeah. yeah, skeptical of checking out the club scene. And since we've been in it for the last few months, we've met so many wonderful people. And it's been uh, very exciting for me and, and a real nice addition, I think, to our our lifestyle. Yeah, I agree. You know, because you, know, uh, you and I, we've always been going out kind of people. And we've always been... Um, people who appreciate going out to bars and going out to clubs and dancing and so on. So I think that going to the lifestyle lifestyle clubs has been a welcome addition, and it's kind of been a natural kind of a natural fit for us. Absolutely. But we were certainly leery and skeptical or apprehensive, I guess, because we had that one experience in Montreal that was not uh, not we were, cool. We were scared. Yeah. <laughs> so. So that was my number ten. That was your number ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did not have that one on my oh, list. So okay, there you go. Good. Yeah. 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 When your number ten is. Uh, my number. My number ten is that uh, the uh, and yeah. Okay. Anyway, my number ten is that the founders of Harley Davidson were probably swingers. <laughs> How in the heck did you come up with? That? Well, I figure like you know one out of every three swingers that I meet is a Harley rider. Oh. <laughs> I figure that there must be something in Milwaukee that they're, you know, there's something that they're putting in the water in Milwaukee that makes people swingers or something like that. That hardly, you know, hardly riders are swingers and swingers are hardly riders, I guess. I don't know. Cause I, I think that the cross, uh, the, there's uh, a cross section there. Yes. Certainly. I think the, the, the Venn diagrams of, uh, 
of uh, sw- swingers and Harley Davidson riders, uh, are, they intersect much more than I would have expected. I, I think it's more of like people people that tend to ride bikes have that you know freedom free attitude, spirit. free spirit attitude. Like you know nobody's going to keep me down, nobody's going to tell me what to do. I'm going to be you know be my own person, and I think that swingers have a lot of that. Right. Well, yeah, I guess so. That's probably it. I, I, I don't know. It, you but, know. But they may be putting something in the water. I don't know for <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, that I'm, I've never been a big Harley Davidson fan. I mean, I do appreciate the longevity and the, um, you know, the fact that that that, that company has been able to survive for, for so long, you know, producing their product. But anyway, uh, we were at the Rot Rally in, in Austin. Or mm-hmm. briefly this weekend, and we well, we happened to be there the same weekend. Yeah, yeah, that the rot rally was going on. <laughs> and I, I thought well, a very funny thing that you commented on, and this has nothing to do with swinging, but remember we were having a breakfast at the Waffle House, and you commented on all the armpit hair that you were seeing. <laughs> it was way too much pit hair. <laughs> too many sleeveless shirts with unkempt pit hair, uh, pit hair, and I was kind of like creeping me out. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it was you know. Thing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe if, you know, if your armpit hair exceeds four inches in length, <laughs> sticking straight out, like, you know, just sticking straight out as, you know. It's it, even when your arms are down, it's like coming out of the sides, out the sides. and the front and back. And it's just like a lot. It's just like a, well, you know, it was breakfast. It, so. it, was, it was breakfast. It was breakfast. You could almost, you know, picture finding a couple of those hairs on glued to your bacon or something like that. And just we, went, we live in a society. We live in a society. <laughs> put it away. Put it, put it away, Chewbacca. So, um, yeah, anyway, that's... Uh, that was my comment. That was not, that was my number ten. So yeah, feel free to comment on that. I, I, we love all your Harley riders. We we like we love your free spirit and uh, you know it's not for us, but heck, have fun. We do have a lot of friends that ride, so yeah. we're we're down. We're just it's not for us. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, number nine. Number nine I have on my list is uh, something that I wouldn't have uh, thought of before we got into the lifestyle, but um, travel plans to swing or off the hook going out of town to hook up and meet couples is a really really good time right it really combines two of my favorite activities which are traveling and swinging (laughs) so yeah it's like you know taking taking the party on a foreign soil right just Mm -hmm. kind of uh spreading the wealth if you will it, yeah it's uh, it's been a, it's been a good time yeah so i'm looking forward to some more of that yeah you know i i want to go to houston actually i think houston is on my list mm-hmm. they have great restaurants out there and there's some really cool people and dallas not so much you know dallas just doesn't make it onto my radar for some reason mm-hmm. uh, any of you uh dallas swingers out there who want to prove me wrong or whatever feel free to chime in but i i um houston houston has some appeal seems like yeah like a, it'll be a fun a trip good, a good stop a close one for us yeah okay i did not have that one on my list either really yes yes (laughs) we're we're good that's awesome okay what's your number nine okay my number nine is uh uh minimize your time on the dating sites there's lots of chatter a lot of chatters a lot of picture hunters and a lot of punters out there Mm -hmm. meet people in person asap then go from there Mm -hmm. so minimize all the dating site bullshit Mm -hmm. you know um it's just a lot of horsing around, a lot of not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know that Miss Wafu and I are people to people kind of persons. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need to press the flesh. We need to press the flesh. We need to show our smiling faces to people so people can really kind of understand who we are. Because, <laughs> you know, my uh, my 
our stalkery picture that we <laughs> have there that gets us no play whatsoever. No, we've met some wonderful people, uh, but uh, mostly we've met. But them. not online. We've met everyone at the clubs or at house parties right, or right. meet and greets, you know, out and about town, that kind of thing. Yeah. So minimize your time on the dating sites. I mean, like, that's something that I'm trying to do. At one point, we had like five memberships and I'm trying to get, I'm really getting it down to two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to try to, I think that, I think that um, SDC and Cassidy are where we're going to be. And my hat's off to you for managing all of that. You know, know it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work, uh, you know. um, And as hard as I try to participate, you know, logging on from time to time and just checking out, mm -hmm. you know, what's going on, it's... It, it eats up a lot of time and they're just, you know, sometimes there isn't a lot of time in the day. So yeah, there really isn't. We prefer, yeah, to meet in person and then add you to our friends list right? because we know you and that's a good way to contact you. Absolutely. And they, you know, and pretty much my, my policy is if I don't know you in person, I'm not going to chat with you. And I mean, that's not, that's not, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't say that as a, as a slight to anybody out there. I'm sure there's wonderful people out there who initiate chat sessions. It's just not something that I was used to doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even though I've been in uh, internet related businesses for a very long time, you know, for more than 15 years, it, chatting is just something I never grew accustomed to. And I always felt that it, it, it lacked something, mm-hmm. that it lacked something. So, and under, you know, in, in opposition to that, I've become more of a little more of a chatter right, <laughs> than right. I was previously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, and that's that's interesting. And the whole thing about the people who are picture hunters, mm-hmm. we're not big picture takers. So, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever, what what is that going to? We we don't have anything really to offer them. And I feel like we always want to put our best foot forward in our online presence, whatever it is. And if we're not meeting everybody's needs, well, that's the way it goes. But at the same time, I don't know. I just I just I just feel like that you know the people who are looking for a lot of pictures i mean yes they can conceivably argue that they're trying to get a better idea of who we look what we look like but heck you know get in your car go to a bar and meet us yeah i mean we'll be there we'll be there i mean we're perfectly social uh so anyway so that was that was that was my number nine yeah it's too much time you kind of get sucked into spending a bunch of time in the on the social sites right you don't really get a lot of benefit out of it yeah absolutely okay yeah yeah good one Mm -hmm. good one um, uh, number eight for you. Number eight is, and this is just an observation. It probably might, it may sound self-serving, but mm-hmm. it's just an observation that since I've been in the lifestyle, that it seems like your vanilla friends will adore you much more than your swinger friends will ever adore you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and I was thinking why, because I'm, I, you know, I've been used to having, you know, my, my vanilla friends really kind of dote on me and you know they they really kind of I guess value my opinion and you know they they enjoy really engaging me but you know that's I mean that's as far as I guess those relationships go whereas in the swinger lifestyle there's sex on the table right so you know that's what's being exchanged more so Mm -hmm. um than than maybe all of the niceties that you're used to with your vanilla friends right right but it's also could be because we've only been in a life you know been in a lifestyle officially for these last few months and so we i don't have like the long-term friendships that i have in the vanilla world right does that make sense yes yes 
So it's just a different level of friendship that I'm experiencing so far. Mm-hmm. More, I'm you know more committed friendships with my vanilla friends, but then again, it could be it's probably because they're more long term friends. Right. Well, it's the maturity of the friendships, perhaps. Yeah. So. That's interesting. I don't have that one on my list. Either. No, <laughs> I didn't think you would. <laughs> so, but uh, again, it's just an observation, and we'll see how you know all that plays out over time. Because friendships are important to me, and I'd like to see some of these friendships, you know, develop more deeply. Sure. I guess is the well, you know one of the things that I think that occurs is that um, usually when when it comes to our vanilla friends, our vanilla friends are friendships that we've cultivated as individuals rather than as couples mm-hmm. or at, rather than as a couple mm-hmm. so in terms of coordinating time between yourself and your and your vanilla friends that it, it's a lot easier to do right because you're not trying to coordinate four people you're only trying to coordinate two that's true so i think that that may have something to do with it yeah i think the statement the the statement within number eight is just an observation and mm-hmm. i haven't you know been able to really get to the core of all of the variables that are involved with that feeling sure so i don't know but it's just something that i've observed so right it's right. on my list okay no that's a good one that's a good one i like that the difference between your vanilla friends and your swinger friends and yeah. how you relate to them. Yeah. Hey, well, I mean, there's more to be said about that, but maybe, we, I mean, depending on what our, how our lists work, work out, maybe we can talk about it later. Okay. Sounds right. good. Okay. My number eight is uh, focus on your goals. What do you want to do? And uh, who do you want to, who do you want it from? Mm-hmm. Focus on your goals. Mm-hmm. And that's uh yeah, there's a lot of uh, at the club or whatever. There's always lots of distractions out there, and mm-hmm. it's like if you don't um, keep in mind what it is that you're planning on doing that evening, mm-hmm. things can take a left turn sometimes, yeah. and you could end up being distracted, or you know, I don't know, getting caught up in some drama, perhaps, or you know, end up playing drinking games or who knows what else, you know, right. and and all of a sudden your 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 goal which you've lost sight of your goal for you the, lost sight for, of your the goal. for the evening be it hooking up or not hooking up yeah because sometimes we do go with just the idea it's like there isn't anybody there in particular we're going to meet right. we're just going to go and try to meet new people and um, you know make, make initial you know contact with new relationships right. so we can go with all different kinds of goals Right. Sometimes we do have a certain couple in our crosshairs. <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah, so if you, if that's the case, then you got to focus on making that happen. Right, right. You have to mm-hmm. do that. And it's like, you know, as, as things become more fluid as the evening goes on, I mean, I'm not saying that you have to be like this inflexible Nazi bastard, right? I mean, it's like you have to. You have to have some leniency, right, to the way that right. you're, that, to you the just way, have to be mindful. You have to be mindful, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't want to. Anyway, that 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 being said, maybe that wasn't that good a point. Well, I didn't think my last one was that good of a point either, but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we just throw it out right, there, right? Throw it out there, <laughs> see what sticks. Yeah, yeah, it's it's out there. It's uh, now it belongs to everybody. But I think I think focusing on your goal, you know, your goal for the event is is a good point. I think right. it is and absolutely. It's, it's like that in life in general. Whatever you know, you want to accomplish at that certain uh, for a certain time period is you know you need to focus on that. And make it happen. Right. Make it happen. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 the way that you restated that made it make a lot more sense. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Miss <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right, uh, give me your number seven. Okay, my number seven, and if you've <gasps> listened to any of the other podcasts, you've probably 
heard me complain about this, but I'm going to restate it here and now, just for the record. Passive guys that are in the lifestyle are a bit boring. Passive guys are just, you know, it's like bring something to the table. Don't, you know, bring something to the table. I just, um, guys that show up to have fun are my cup of tea. That's my deal. And when I say, you know, show up, you know, show up to have a good time, mm-hmm. to engage, to participate um, on whatever level you're comfortable, of course. But you know, well, you you kind of you kind of you kind of uh, washed over into a different point there for a second, and that was, and it which which is on my list. Oh, what yeah. is that? <laughs> well, well, yeah, stay on the passive guys part. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Stay well, that's that. that's pretty much all I have to say, right, guys. Right. I mean, show up to um, participate. Right. You know, that's. And, and even if it's just, you know, in conversation or, you know, if you're not, if there isn't anyone there that you're comfortable with engaging in a sexual activity, but just show up and, and be engaged in what's going on. Don't right. grab a lawn chair and sit back in the corner and just watch the action. It's kind of creepy and boring. <laughs> what, you know, maybe what it is is that maybe guys, so if maybe if, if you, if, if, if the guys out there feel... Uh, someone intimidate or maybe someone insecure with engaging, uh, you know, being forward with, with, um, you know, with, uh, with a woman or, yeah, ma- or maybe, stop they, it. <laughs> right? or maybe they feel that, that like their relationship with their partner wouldn't sustain them acting out in that manner. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they, they're trying to avoid there being any kind of drama. Cause I, I get, I kind of get, get the feeling that that's it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well then take that out of the equation and just engage the people as friends. Right. You right. know, try to find something in common with people and try to engage them at that level, right. you know, um, because you're really, you don't, you don't want to be the person who's, who's taking away from the situation, taking mm-hmm. away from the party. You want to be the person who's adding to the party. Right. So maybe your immediate sexual needs aren't being met. I think that you, you, you owe it to the, to the gathering mm-hmm. to add to, to add to it in whatever, whichever way you can, mm-hmm. you know? So if your sexual needs aren't being met or you're feeling that you need to repress them for whatever reason, find something that you have in common with somebody out there and, and, you know, and express it, yeah. express it. Just enjoy yourself enjoy yourself you know enjoy yourself because that's what everybody is there to do is just enjoy it's like event. heck i'll talk to anybody about anything i don't care <laughs> you know yeah and you're really good at that oh, too thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know so it's like you know heck you know it's like if you want to talk about you know breaks for a 65 mustang i you know i'll do it you know but it's like talk about something yeah don't just hang around and wait for the booby game to start yeah I mean, participate. Participate. Participate with the other participants. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's all about having fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, my seventh. Yes. Okay, all right. My seventh is escalate sexually. Mm, that's a good one. Right? Don't yes. freeze up once you're there. Build passion by escala- escalating foreplay mm-hmm. or in sex. Absolutely. So um, I think that a lot of, you know, um, a lot of people in the lifestyle, maybe they get in a situation where like all of a sudden like something sexual is happening and they feel like they need to 
uh, just leave it at, at that, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know. It's just, well, and there are a lot of people that get stuck in the flirting stage. Right. It's like right. flirting, 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 flirting. Yeah. Okay, something may happen, but I'm kind of just on lockdown right now. I right. can't go any further. It's like take a chance and touch somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, reach out and touch someone. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wait, you gotta ask, or you don't get. <laughs> you gotta ask, or you don't get. But you know what? If you're like talking to somebody actively, if you're talking to, if I'm a guy, I, I am a guy, but you know, when I'm talking to a woman. Woman, uh, and and um, we're uh, speaking, you know, actively. We're flirting actively. Mm-hmm. You know, reaching out and touching her shoulder or touching her elbow or mm-hmm. her hand or anything. Okay, maybe not her face or maybe you know her breasts or you know something like that. But you know, a pat on the leg or anything, mm-hmm. any kind of like any kind of physical reciprocity that you or physical advance that you can do at that stage will like quickly bust you out of the flirting stage and get and start escalating the situation sexually. Mm-hmm. You know, put it on there, put it on their on their you know, make it their business to tell you to stop, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I mean it doesn't mean that you have to be, you know overly aggressive. Overly aggressive octopus right. grabby grabby or whatever. Right. But you know, touch somebody. Right. Touch somebody. Odds are you'll be fine. And yeah. if they and if she doesn't like it, she'll move your hand. Or if he doesn't like it, he'll move your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by all means, please escalate. Um because, you know, a lot of, we get a lot of questions like, how do you take, how do you take things, how do you take things beyond flirting? You know, not, how do you get to that next level? And and it happens not only in not only in the swinging world, but it also happens in, you know, when some of us are engaging vanillas, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there. I'm not saying that we're all out out there actively recruiting, but we're always out there putting our feelers out to see, or some of us are out there putting our feelers out to see if there's anybody, in the vanilla world that you know would be interested in having some fun with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, feel free to flirt. Then feel free to escalate in a non-creepy way mm-hmm. um, by just giving somebody a simple touch. Let them know that you're interested in them physically, and there's mm-hmm. no better way than do that than to do that than to touch them. I think. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're moving right along. Yeah, we're already sure, on sure. Number, okay, Fl- we're on number on. six, right? Mm-hmm. Number six. For number six, I have. Um, and this is something I've done a complete 180 on. Right. Okay, my number six is single guys do have a place in the lifestyle for me, <laughs> for us. Okay. Because when we first started doing this, it was like the no, you know, nah, no single guys, no single guys, no single guys. Because, I mean, where's the fun in that? Right. But because I already have a single guy. <laughs> I'm not but. single, but I'm, I'm a guy. But... You know, over time, I've come to see that there's a good, useful purpose for single guys. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. You know, and I and I would tend to agree. I mean, I think that you know they're they're great. The guys, the single guys in the lifestyle tend to be. I mean, at least in our experience, tend to be really nice people. Yes, absolutely. Um, and and one of the um, uses that came to light uses that's bad. That yeah, that is terrible. bad. <laughs> <laughs> one of the. Um, one of the good factors of having, you know, availability of single guys in in our circle of friends mm-hmm. is they balance out the unicorn. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, the single guys balance out the unicorn. That that's a, that makes a, you know, that makes a good couple. Right, because unicorns turn out to be not as rare as we think. Right, like uh, Scott said on this, <laughs> uh, the Secret Buried Life, the unicorn isn't as isn't as rare as people think. It's just a matter of a lot of people just aren't don't have their eyes open to them i suppose mm-hmm. but yeah the single guy does balance out the unicorn yeah right? sure if you want to do um the couple thing right which 
I'm I'm most comfortable with. Sure. It's like then you grab a unicorn and you grab a single guy and it's like you've got a you've got a full you got team. a party. Well, you got a full team to play. Right. Right. So and everybody's you know everybody's happy. Yeah, at least for us. Yeah. I mean, I know that there's couples out there that still feel, you know, there's couples out there that are soft swap or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if they don't feel necessarily. Um, comfortable with having another guy in the picture but in our, you know as far as we're concerned oh yeah i mean this is our list this, yeah this is this our is list just, this is just things that i have you know observed and learned miss wafu last... you mean that our list isn't the same as everybody else's well it should be no <laughs> <laughs> no this is this is just this was an opportunity for us to sit down right. and reflect and say in the last six months what kind of opinions have changed or mm-hmm. have developed or you know what? What do we think about things now compared to six months ago? Right. So I right. think it's kind of an interesting I exercise. So. I think so. It's a good. Uh, it's a good um, yard. Not yardstick, but a mile milestone. Yeah, maybe. Sure. I was like, because yeah, we're growing and changing. Mm-hmm. So I I think that it's kind of cool to sit down and take a look at the things that we've you know learned over the last six months. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I did not have that one either. You didn't? No, <laughs> no, no. you wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, okay. My number six is uh, look out for your partner. He or she may not be in the same headspace. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look out for your partner. So mm-hmm. um, I know that we run into this situation in the past where, you know, I'm go, 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 and you're no, 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 or you're go, 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 and I'm no, no, no. And, yeah. and uh, you know, it's like, what was it I used to call it? I used to, uh, whenever I got like all super horned out and just like on the mission to <laughs> seek and destroy know. all pussy within 30 yards of me, the, when I got testosterone poisoning, remember that? Right, <laughs> testosterone <laughs> poisoning. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's pretty gnarly. It's pretty gnarly. It's not a pretty sight. I think I grow horns and <laughs> double my body hair. And I think I, I smell some, you know, kind of musky. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. I... I, uh, we, um, so yeah, it's just one of those things. You have, you have to make sure that you check in with your partner. I mean, it's one of those basic swinger things. Absolutely. You know? And I think that, um, I've become more aware as well of, as, you know, touching base with you. And that's right. been through our conversations sure. over these podcasts because like, you know, talking about, uh, at an, on an earlier podcast, how you, you like the idea of, uh, me watching you perform, watching you have sex. Right, right. And I actually did that this weekend. Oh, yeah, you did? So that was a new experience for me. It's like, check, you know, pay attention to your partner's headspace and right. what's going on with your partner. Because I have a tendency to lose sight. And I've, and it's something that I, you know, have kind of reeled myself in. And I think that you have as well. Absolutely. And I think that was one of the, one of the um, watershed moments for us was that time that we're at the club and I was just not doing well remember mm-hmm. i was just not doing well there was like oh all, you were feeling stressed i was doing and, stressed mm-hmm, i had mm-hmm. like all kinds of stuff like getting batted at me and i was yeah there were there were like i don't know maybe six or dozen, eight couples there yeah, and yeah there, there was a lot going on there was and, like half a dozen you know couples that we had an interest in mm-hmm. and um you know some of them were at various stages of our you know relationships with all of them and Gosh, I just you know, uh, Miss Swapfu quickly identified that I was not in a good headspace, and she uh, she removed me from the situation. We went out to the bar, and I think we talked about it in another podcast. And we had a couple of drinks and just took a couple breaths and just talked about what was going on yeah, I and what was going got on. regrouped. 
regrouped and went back down to the party and, and fucking and, rocked it <laughs> and had a really good time. And had a really good time. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, so yeah, I mean, look out for your partner. Right. For sure. And it, it always proves to be beneficial and makes you stronger and makes you better and harder, faster, stronger, like Kanye says. Oh, man. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that song. I, know, I don't necessarily I like him, but I like that song. <laughs> well, it's all good. It's all good. I've, you know, I've been, it, anyway, it's a good point. And, you know, it's Swinger 101, but it's amazing that it's something that you and I, I think, kind of had a good understanding of in the past and we always kind of had a we've always maintained a good connection with each other whenever we were in any social situation mm-hmm. uh but there have been some kind of standout examples of things that have occurred in the lifestyle which i uh you know which really you know emphasize this point to me and that's why it made the list yeah that's very cool yeah that, that did not make my list there, there you go there you go see well i thought great minds thought alike <laughs> <laughs> Well, we agree on every point so far, I think. Right. Okay. Okay. Go. And number five on my list, there's been a lot of conversation on the podcast about this. Right. (laughs) Strap-ons are out. Strap-ons are out? (laughs) Yes. Just out, out? Strap-ons are out, and I will definitely be experimenting with some other devices that have been brought to our attention by some very good friends that are looking out for us. Yes. So strap-ons are out. When I bought it, I thought it was uh, so cool. The first time I put it on, I put it on, and I looked in the full-length mirror, and I was like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now I get it. This is this is a tool of empowerment right here. <laughs> so I love it, but uh, not functional, and I'll, I will be looking at other products yes. from here on out. Yeah. That's yeah. my number five. That's a number five? That's a good That yeah. was not on my list. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so so, so far, we haven't have anything on this on the list. That's that's, that's kind of cool, actually. I thought that we were gonna be like anyway, like, like head to head on head to head on. It's yeah. like oh yeah, we can talk about that later. Yeah, that kind of thing. But yeah. no, that's interesting. Well, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is keep meeting people. Absolutely. You may know some cool couples, but there are always more out there. Absolutely, and yeah. sometimes when you least expect it. Absolutely, yeah. So keep meeting people. Mm-hmm. Um, when we were at the club uh, la- last weekend, yeah. um, you know, we were hanging out with the usual suspects. Yes. So we decided to take a break and go walk around. Yeah. And uh, with a goal in mind, it's like, let's meet at least one new couple. Right. So we walk up to the bar. There's a couple sitting there. And we introduce ourselves and come to find out it's their first time at the club. And uh, we hit it off with them really well. Uh, had a little conversation with them, invited them down to our table if they, you know, so choose to leave the sanct, you know, the sanctity of the bar. Right. It was their first time. <laughs> it was their first time. Yeah. So. so they came down and joined us and we just had a great time. Yeah. I really enjoyed their company. Nice people. Well, you know, everybody you meet is nice, right? It so. Ended up in the green room. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bragger. Right. <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> and we actually saw them again the following weekend. Yes, we did. This last weekend. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, when you least expect it, you're going to meet a new nice couple. You got to just not get into such a routine that right. um, it doesn't allow you to meet new people. You know, Miss Afu, that happens to me a lot is that I feel like... I always feel like I leave a lot, I leave a lot of um, work undone or whatever from like the last time that we've been to the club or the last time we've met 
people. Mm -hmm. I always feel like I left a lot of hanging threads that Mm -hmm. I need to somehow wrap up. So I get very caught up in the idea of like reconnecting with the same people that we've connected with before Mm -hmm. to either advance the friendship or to like, um, um, you know, clear up something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like just kind of retreading and re going over the same old ground a lot of the time rather than just moving on rather than, well, not necessarily moving on but just keeping ourselves open to the possibility of meeting new people and you know the, the, the fact is that we're still very new to this well i think we're pretty good at that like not getting bogged down in the right i mean you want to maintain your connections that you've met so far sure um and that number just continues to grow and so how do you fit in the idea of meeting new people as well so yeah i guess it's just kind of like how you stop kicking dogs you just you just you just do <laughs> but i i wouldn't think that we have gotten in, into any kind of rut at all or no you, you know what happens is that sometimes in i don't feel like we get into a rut what i feel like is that i set up a lot of expectations in my own mind for how my next interaction is supposed to be with a particular couple mm-hmm. and if that interaction does not meet my expectations i feel let down mm-hmm. and for no good reason other than the fact that that's what I I was kind of holding on to until the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I can't wait to see these guys again so I can say X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, unexpected things happen. Right. What, what uh, kind of makes me feel sad about it is when you blame yourself you know, you blame yourself for things that may, may have gone awry right. and you didn't meet your own expectations. You have a tendency to, you know, put the, that whole burden on your own shoulders. And I don't think that that's necessarily a necessarily, you know, so Healthy, or, or, yeah. or a good thing. Yeah, it's I like, agree. It, I agree. But, you know, you just, you have a tendency to take it serious, like more seriously than, Hey, it just didn't work out, mm-hmm. you know, but well, you feel I, like you feel like you've gone awry somewhere, and I think that that's probably one of the reasons on your list was be mindful of your goal right. <laughs> for the night. Yeah, yeah, probably. So th- yeah, because I think that you know it just comes from my past and always being kind of in leadership positions or always being in the situation where I'm kind of taking charge of situations. You know, taking in taking charge of situations, I also take I take responsibility for them. So, but not to go too far off subject. Oh no! I mean, it's it's a it's a good it's a good topic. Yeah, it's, I think so. I think so. But yeah, everything everything will never go as as a, according to plan as we would like. <laughs> right. Which brings me to that one thing that I uh, did not write down. Can I slip it in? Yeah, it was going to be the insert. Yeah, it was yeah. Be, you're like something was coming out and that was going in, but right, I don't right. remember what I it didn't, was. Uh, yeah, it was um, always have a plan B. Oh, <laughs> that's right. There ain't no such thing as a sure thing. Always have a plan B. Have a plan B. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it's true. Always have a plan B. If you're a planner, like I am, always have a plan B. And always know when you're going to switch from plan A to plan B. Ah, uh, yes. And yeah. And the first rule There's got to be a cutoff. <laughs> the first rule of plan B. Is what? Don't talk about plan B. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an idiot. No, I think it's, I think it's perfectly wonderful. (laughs) Thank you. So, okay. Because you make things happen and I appreciate that. You're the man with the plan. You're most welcome. (laughs) All right. So uh, is it your turn for number four? Number four is um, one thing I've learned about myself since we've been in the lifestyle is I don't look younger than I really am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it was funny because it just seems like every profile on the internet is, you know, people say we look younger than we really are. People say we act younger than we really are. And, you know, I was like, ah, man, I've been one of those people. Yeah, people think I'm younger than I really am. It's like, no, everybody pretty much looks their age. (laughs) Well, do you think is that the lifestyle attracts people who are young at heart? Maybe it does. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I don't think that I would ever use the phrase young at heart, but there I am just throwing it out there. Right. It's such a platitude. So it's it's because you turned 40. (laughs) I did. I'm turning 41 soon. But... Yeah, it was kind of a wait, 41 in just a few months. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think that, I, I don't know, maybe I think that people in the lifestyle tend to be more outgoing. Maybe they have some more, maybe they just have some more happiness in their lives or whatever that keeps them. I think you look adorable. And oh, I, thank I, no, you. No, no, no. And I, and I mean that seriously, Miss Hafu. I think that you really do. I think that you look, you know, just pretty and just light up the room. Well, I appreciate that. I think for me, it's just kind of the realization that I want to uh, uh, embrace the idea of growing older gracefully. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know, it's it's that idea that it's like, you know, I'm I'm a woman of a certain age. So, and, so, uh, so you're not following my plan of growing older disgracefully. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, that does sound a little bit better. <laughs> it sounds like a lot more fun, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> Growing older disgracefully. Right. I like it. <laughs> um, not on my list. I didn't think so. <laughs> What's Can number I... four on your list? Okay, number four. Okay, and this one's kind of harsh, but it's true. It's not about them. It's about us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And I don't want to dwell on it because I, I love everybody out there. I do. We both do. We both love everybody out there, especially our listeners. Um, and we think you're great. And we, we really appreciate everybody being out there in lifestyle. But it's like, you know, sometimes, again, it's like you got to stick by your partner. And it's like it's not about it's not about them. It's about us. It's about and and that us can be inclusive of other people as well, you know, uh, sometimes. But mostly it's going to be about Ms. Fafu and I. So that's just the way it goes. Well, down. I think that's the way that's what makes it work. Yeah. Is that things are kind of prioritized. Right. Um, and I don't know what, what it was that made you come up with that. The catalyst. Yes. Um, and you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. No, there's a couple in particular that, you know, they, they're going through some growing pains about being in the lifestyle and just reconciling some things about, what they're, you know, what it is that what it is that they're realizing about each other and what each other is capable of doing, and mm-hmm. you know, and I think that I think they're in a really good place. I think that they're in a really good place. I think that they need some mentoring, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that my job? I I don't know. I mean, is it my job to mentor them? I like them both very very much. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you do too, and we spend some great times with them. However. You know, uh, all we can do is lead by example. But at some point, you gotta have to let them figure things out on their own. Mm-hmm. You know what they're gonna do about their kids, and what they're gonna do about their time, and what they're gonna do about whatever it is. You mm-hmm. know, there's everybody has everybody has their own cross to bear, not mm-hmm. cross to bear, but you know their own obligations that they need to right. they need to sort out in order to be in the lifestyle effectively. And we do too. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
where we can, we help. We have this podcast, for example. You know, I think that we're reaching out to a great many people by doing so. Um, and but when it comes to our friends, you but know. But the day-to-day is. The day-to-day, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes it's like. we got to take care of business. we got to take care of business. <laughs> and it's not just sexually. It's about our fun, too. Right. Um, just fun generally, you know. It's just having a balance. Right. I mean, we're not going to put ourselves in a situation where we're going to go out and have a bad time just because the couple that we're with is having a bad time themselves. Like, you know, sometimes you have to kind of, you know, let them go figure it out on their own and go. Cut the apron strings. Cut the apron strings. And, you know, and we can go take care of, you know, take care of our own fun sometimes. And, yeah, I guess it's not the most, you know, kind of the nicest thing to talk about. But it's true. Yeah. 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 That was so. That was my that was my um, number four. Number four. Yeah. All right. We're down to number three. Yes. Top three. Number three for me, I wrote down is, and these are in order of priority to me. I want you to know. Okay. The, the, the top three are the top three. <laughs> well, the, the all ten. Okay. Yeah. In, me too. In order of me priority. Too. My number three is swinger upkeep is a pain in the ass. Uh, <laughs> and in other various but, and sundry parts as well. But. But you do it because you want to swing. Right. Um, you know, since I've been, a, you know, shaving shaving your twat is not a novelty. I mean, it's it's something that has to be done. And uh, just, the, just the work that I'm putting into myself to do this with, you know, the... Um, the shaving of the 2000 parts and the, you know, the, the exercising Exercise. and the trying to, you know, trying to just be like, be the best that I can be is, um, has been a lot of work. Right. It's a lot of work. It's, it's, uh, it, but it's something that's been really good and healthy for me personally Yes. because I've taken a renewed interest in, uh, in, presenting myself in the best light at you know at all times right so it's kind of interesting because now i'm all about you know getting you know shopping more getting my hair healthier taking better care of myself in general right it's just you know it's just been a little kind of transforming experience because i think you do try to you do tend to get into a rut you and i have been together 10 years right and you know you have a tendency to you know, when you're loved, it's like, oh, these things are not important to my spouse. Right. And I don't need to, you know, worry about them so much. And now on the lifestyle, it's like, oh, no, I'm, you know, I have a need to put my best foot forward all the time if I'm going to, you know, be able to hang out with the couples that I want to hang out with. And so it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of work that goes into it. But also it's very good for me mm-hmm. because, like I said, it's a renewed interest in, you know, me being the best person that I can be. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's like a diet, exercise, diet, exercise, uh, grooming and fashion. Yeah, you know, exactly. All, all those things become a, a new prior, a it, renewed priority. They're all more important than they've ever been in our <laughs> lives. That's for sure. <laughs> so I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a pain in the ass, but I think it, um, you know, it promotes, it's been something that has promoted self-confidence right? and just kind of general self-awareness of like taking, you know, taking, uh, uh, taking stock and how you're treating yourself. And I think that that's been good, good for me. Absolutely. Good for us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. I've, uh, lost a bunch of weight and I'm keeping myself up. I'm 
you know, cutting my hair regularly and shaving all those 2000 shaving parts. all those 2000 parts and buying better clothes. And, you know, it, it re- actually reminds me a lot of um, a lot of like the way that I was leading my life a lot, you know, you know, many, many years ago when you and I were dating. Well, yeah, when we were, <laughs> yeah, when we were dating and, you know, and other times in my life, you know, mm-hmm. it's just when when those things were. More important more to the important. people, more more important to other people around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's um, it's been a good thing. I think so. Yeah, not on my list. I think so, and I think it, it's even like uh, over overflowed into my work. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as just taking more, um, you know, just giving more consideration to my present, my personal presentation, and I think that that has made a difference in my in my work as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of cool. Right. No, I'm, but, but, but the, the line is swinger upkeep is a pain in the ass. Yeah, sweet, <laughs> and yeah, it is. yeah. They don't, don't make, make no mistake. There is a, there is, a, there's been a cost. Yes. Yes. But, but it's been a healthy transformation for me yeah. and I, I've enjoyed it. And I've appreciated the results as well, oh, sweetheart. I'm glad you look beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, good one. Not on my list. Well, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is that uh, this is the one that I wanted you to stop talking about that different direction that you were discussing earlier. Mm-hmm. And it, it and it's a simple line. It's better to be fun than sexy. Oh, yeah. Fun always rocks. Because yeah. <laughs> very few people can pull off sexy unless they are sexy. But a lot of people can pull off fun. Fun is fun is always welcome and fun is sexy well and sexy fun is sexy that's a really good point right um but sexy is you know sexy will not appeal this the same sexy person Mm -hmm. will not appeal to everyone right but fun people appeal to everybody yes not only that but sexy only appeals for you have to time sexy you can't just, you know, you can't just throw out sexy at, you know, at line in the bank. Or maybe some people can, but I mean, most people can't. Yeah. But you can throw out fun anywhere, anytime, anytime and fun is always mm-hmm. welcome. Absolutely. So, We're down for the fun. Yes, we like fun. Yeah. Yeah, we I mean, like fun. That's always number, I think, number one on the list. Yeah, well, it's, it's not like, on well, mine, but yeah. You know what? No, not number one on my list, but... Number one on the list of anytime we ever do anything, it's like, well, let's just go and have some fun. Yes, that's true. We do. Mm-hmm. And if it's not going to be fun, we don't go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, like, because if, if one of us doesn't want to do something, it's like, oh, that doesn't sound like fun. That doesn't sound like fun. And the other one will automatically understand. It's like, no, that, 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 that doesn't sound like fun. Like, I'm gonna be if just, there's no fun, it's like, nah. Nah. <laughs> I'm just going to be unpleasant to everybody. Yeah, we're down for the fun. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that, that yeah. That's, that's a good one. one. That's a good one. We should put that on a bumper sticker. What's the line? How does it read? It's better to be fun than sexy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. I thought about you the other day when I heard that song, I'm bringing sexy back. Oh, yes, thank I, you. So, I was like, you are so bringing sexy back. Oh, <laughs> gosh. You make me blush. And I can't blush. Anyway, I did think about you. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> Number two, mm-hmm. number two on the list is, and I've learned this from you. Yes, was reiterated by a friend in the podcast world. Number two is ask for what you want. That that's my number one, by the way. Oh, yeah, you're number one. Yes, but that's ah, okay. We can talk I, about it now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't mean to knock out your number no, one. No, that's fine. Okay. Ask ask for what you want. Right. And. Uh, you know, I've struggled with this for a long time. And in the last couple of weeks, I started exercising this notion. Yes. And I was 
completely wowed by the idea that it, well, not the idea, but that the fact that is it works. Yeah. Ask for what you want. Ask for what it you want. It works. It works. Yeah. Because, yeah, I've seen you in action and you'll just, you know, point to a girl across the room and be like, come here. And she'll walk over. And I'm like, how does he do that? You ask. You ask. You ask like everybody's you there to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Nobody's there not to have a good time. No. And uh, so I've put this in action in my own personal uh, uh, exercises over the last couple of weeks. Right. And, and I found that it works. 100% of the time. Yes. Well, I haven't had any failures yeah, yet. Yeah. I mean, it's like, at least in the swinging world, it works all the time. Uh, you know, it's like, if for no, if, if nothing else... If nothing else, you'll get some kind of interaction with the person, which is what you're there mm-hmm. for anyway. And it's another one of those ideas that kind of have overflowed into my professional life. Mm-hmm. You know, just ask for what you want. Ask for what you want. And um, it's it's kind of working. Yeah. I'm amazed. Yeah. It's so simple and yet so true. Yeah, it is. It is. Because mm-hmm. you know what? It's like there's, you know, the world. I don't know. You used to quote this one thing and you used to read it from a piece of paper that you had posted on the fridge. I think it was. And it said that the world is filled with people with unrecognized talent. Just filled with people with, or, who have unrecognized talent. Just, we're just waiting to be discovered. You know, just waiting to be discovered. And this might be a, a natural extension of it. Because all we're doing is talking about having fun after all. Mm-hmm. But... You know, shit, it correlates, you know, it mm-hmm. correlates to a certain amount that that you have. And the way that I wrote it down was from our one of our favorite. Uh, OK, uh, I'm going to read it the way I wrote it. Yes. And then you read it the way you wrote it. Yes. I wrote, ask for what it is that you want. Good. I like How did that. you write it? I wrote, um, who dares wins. Ah, he who dares yeah. wins. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, which I think the motto is the motto. You know what it turns out? It's not just from human traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to find out. <laughs> Coming to find out. Uh, if, if anybody out there who hasn't seen Human Traffic, watch it. It's, it's good. It's, it's a really good, good really good mm-hmm. movie. You'll understand us a lot better. It's a it's a good flick. I think. Um, it's also the motto I think of the British the British paratroopers. Of who dares wins. He who dares wins, my friend. And without the he, it's who dares wins. But oh, he really? says he who dares wins. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. I think it's a great line. It is. And it works. It does. So if there's something you want, ask for it. Ask for it. Ask us help. You're gonna be you're gonna be surprised at how often you get what you want when and, you ask for it. <laughs> and if you don't, you learn then too. Absolutely. Right? At least it's off your plate. Yes. You don't have to keep like wandering. Oh my gosh. You know, I, and it's, it's, it's something that you have to, it's that, that a hard lesson that you have to learn over and over again. At least I did over and over again when I was younger. Um, the whole, okay. This is the thing that you and I used to say all the time, right? What? If you have to ask. The answer's no. The answer's no. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, we used to say that all the time. It's yes. like because there's usually some guy or some gal agonizing about what somebody thinks of them. Mm-hmm. It's like if you have to ask, yeah. the answer is no. Yeah, it well, and it came out in that that movie. Um, he's not that into you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was like like the running theme. Yeah. It's like if you have to ask him, the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, I think we predated it by some time. But oh, we did yeah. by many many years. Yeah. But that was kind of the running theme of that movie. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it, it was true. It was true. But it's funny because now we're saying that now it's flip side. Now it's flipping. Mm-hmm. It's flipping. Is that you have to ask? Mm-hmm. But the thing is that it's not the same thing. It's mm-hmm. not the same thing. Is that if you have to initiate, it's don't be afraid to initiate. Is I think mm-hmm. what we're trying to get to. 
Is that don't try to, don't be afraid to initiate. I think it ties into the what I said before. Is like always escalate sexu- sexually. Mm-hmm. It's like always always be putting the next foot forward. Always mm-hmm. be putting the next foot forward. That's where your success in this lifestyle will come from. Is by always putting your next foot the next foot forward. And I think we've even learned that about each other. Right. Like you'll you'll ask me about upcoming activities where you would think that I would I I would automatically be like no I don't want to do that right and you'd ask me and I'd be like yeah sure that sounds like fun and you're like what really okay I wasn't expecting that yeah but, you know we yeah just ask just ask <laughs> and you'll be surprised I I challenge every listener to go out the day after hearing this podcast and asking for one thing that you really want and seeing if you get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's another thing. It's like, we're not, this isn't supposed to be like some, because a lot of our stuff sound like kind of like daily affirmations type, <laughs> type of stuff. But, but you know, but it applies. It's funny because it applies. What, what, what was that skit back in the day? My name's William uh, Smiley. Uh, and yeah, gosh Stuart darn Smalley. it. Pe- yeah. Stuart Smalley. That's it. And yeah. gosh darn it, people like gosh me. Gosh darn it, people <laughs> like me. But you know what? Is it, you know, it's you, not a daily affirmation, but it's just it's just uh, revelations. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. But, but okay, so here's the deal. Here's where, this is the way it boils down, Miss Wap Food. Okay. Is that you're at a club. All right, or you're at a meet and greet. You're at a lifestyle event. People are there to meet other people. Yes. And it's not one of these bullshit network business networking sessions where they say right. that people are there to meet other people. People are only there to be out of the office. Yeah, people are only <laughs> there to be out of the office or people are there because you know like if it's a school thing yeah. people are are there otherwise they'll, they'll miss a letter grade this yeah. is no this is completely optional it's completely voluntary it's completely voluntary <laughs> people this, there for are there for something they're, yeah they're uh-huh. there to meet other people uh-huh. and you know fuck it just do it yeah just do it go up and talk to somebody damn like, <laughs> well it's that whole passive guy thing too right right so. it's like yeah nobody wants yeah people don't want to piss people off yeah. Especially their partner. You have to go home with them. That's right. Yeah. You wouldn't want to piss me off. Uh, no. 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 You wouldn't want to piss me off either. Absolutely not. You know, it was, but fuck it. You know, it's like you made this commitment. You're going to take some chances. But you can still hang and have a good time. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So how how did it read? Oh, dare. He um, who dares wins or yeah. who dares wins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very so. Nice. So we're going to my two, right? Because we just did your, we did your, your, we did your two. That was my number two. Yeah. That was your two. So this is, we're going to, that was your Nice. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. <laughs> yeah, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. So my number two, my, my number two is what I think. What is your number two Is say? my number two. Does it speak to you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is uh, watch your booze. Watch your booze. Absolutely. Watch your booze is mm-hmm. my, is my number two. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't drink too much. Just yes. don't do it. Just yeah. do not do it. Um, I've, I have, I have uh, bemoaned my, my brewer's droop in the past. And <laughs> brewer's, droop. brewer's droop in the past and how I've been in situations. You know, because honestly, Miss Wafu and I, you know, we, we've been out partying or whatever. We know, we've been known to tip a few back and have a good time. I mean, honestly, it's just cutting loose and having a good time. Mm-hmm. It does not translate to swinging. No, it's, it's, um, they're mutually exclusive almost. Yeah, they are. Almost. They are. Cause of, cause you know, if you look, if you look back at almost every single point that we made 
all of them and can be derailed if you drink too much. <laughs> and even for women as well. And here's a really good trick that I've learned when <clears throat> making drinks at the table for myself. Right. What I do is I, I put the ice in my glass and I fill it up with club soda and then I put my little splash of gin or bourbon or whatever I'm drinking in the glass. So I'm not, you know, I'm monitoring like how much intake I'm getting because I, I don't want to drink too much when I'm out swinging. Right. So it's a, it's a, um, it's for women as well as men. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just be mindful. Just be mindful. I know I've learned several painful lessons uh, from it and uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot better now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing a lot better. So uh, you, you get little tricks, right? Absolutely. Like, what is one of your tricks that okay. you use to monitor your alcohol intake? Because when you're partying, it's really easy to just overdo it before you even realize it. Absolutely. No. So mine is that I, uh, w- what I do is I'll try to time how many drinks I have mm-hmm. per hour generally, or I'll alternate a drink, uh, you know, a drink with alcohol in it versus one without, mm-hmm. you know, and just try to you know, try to temper it that way or I'll have kind of a goal of how many drinks I want to have in that evening. And it'll be somewhere below the threshold. I know after which it'll be harder for me to control how many (laughs) drinks I have in the evening. So yeah, no, it's, it's, and it's worked out really well. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, alcohol intake is a big, is a big thing in the lifestyle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you want to, you want to, um, be on, be on point and be lucid and with it ready to go okay so that was my number two and my number one we already heard right so what is your number one my number one the number one thing that i have an inter i have internalized since um we've been in a lifestyle is kind of a recognition of just how much my husband mr swap foo rocks oh my god yeah that's my number one thing and i went through my list and it's like that's my number one thing because um thank well, first you so of all, much thank you welcome. so much you're welcome and i don't mean it to be all like cheesy and weird or whatever <laughs> right. but you know when i look back on how you just when i see you rocking it you know i just like flooded with these good emotions i'm just i'm just so you know, proud of you and happy for you and excited. Thank you. Thank you. You're very (laughs) sweet for saying so. But also, you know, we've been in some, we've been in some difficult or uncomfortable or, you know, just different situations where we were able to sit down and just talk through it. And, um, you know, we always come out on the other side better than when we, we went in. And I think that that's a very cool thing to be able to do with you. Thank you. And I think that that's the number one thing that I've I've learned in this last six months is just a re it's just an appreciation for how awesome you are, and that's the number one thing on my list. So you've heard it right there, guys. If uh, if there's any doubt whatsoever, whatsoever is swinging builds a, a stronger marriage. Uh, I think Miss Fapu just gave us proof, and I really appreciate appreciate uh, you saying so because. Um, you know, I love you immensely, and I think that your participation in this has obviously been fantastic. We've had so much fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. We've been having su- you know, such a good time. I mean, crazy, awesome people, sexy people, and just having so much fun with them and having so much fun with each other, uh, you and I. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, our sex life is just through the roof. 
it's just been a good it's been yeah. a good six six months right so i'm you know i'm looking forward to what the future holds and, and we get out i mean you know it's just the sense of team that we have and we really feel like we're like teammates mm-hmm. you know team swap foo or whatever and we're team just swap food. team swap i don't know <laughs> I like uh, it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I just, you know, I'm. Yeah, but but it's, you, it's, you have been particularly awesome. Thank you. These last six months, and I just wanted to give you a shout out. Thank you so you much. How much I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> okay, so that is our our top um, our top. That's our top ten list. That's our top ten list, and that was our top ten list for our, for our tenth episode, and we're gonna close here pretty soon, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, I guess the only thing that we wanted to do is we did get, we did we, we finally received one uh, one listener call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he had a couple of questions for us. Yeah, yeah. A, so we da- thought we'd address them here. It was Dave from Erotic Awakenings is who called, mm-hmm. and uh, the first question that he had regard was regarding jealousy was whether or not we ever, uh, we you know if we ever, whether or not we ever felt jealousy and and if so how we dealt with it, mm-hmm. you know if that's even a factor for us. Um, I think for us, not so much. I think um, monogamous relationships have a tendency to generate a lot more jealousy than swinger relationships. Um, There have been times in the past when I've I've been jealous of of women a couple times. Um, You know, they were they were single women. The and uh, but it was before the lifestyle. I, I haven't experienced any jealousy since we've been in the lifestyle right no and i've never experienced any jealousy i've always you know i mean just never have well you you know where i am all the time yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) you know where i am at night (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i I, yeah i do i do but no we don't we don't um deal with it so much i guess i guess if it's ever if it ever comes out comes up we will be sure to give everybody an update on how we dealt with it at the time Mm -hmm. Um, because i think that it'll be a very important important thing for us to deal with but you know jealousy is just not a factor for us right now i think jealousy comes from um one person in the partnership feeling like they are being cut out of right. something rejected maybe well cut out yeah you know because the the two times that you and i have dealt with jealousy issues when i have been jealous of other women is because these were other women that were not with us so much right but they had an interest in you yeah and i think that that created some jealousy but when there's the idea of um you know awareness that we're partners and you know Mm -hmm. we're all in this together yeah it's recreational yeah then i think that it kind of eliminates that feeling um i don't i haven't run into a lot of uh in talking with other couples in the lifestyle i haven't run into a lot of conversation about jealousy I've, I've run into I've run into much more many conversations about jealousy with people outside of the lifestyle. Exactly, just in regular conversation. That's what I'm thinking is yeah. that it's just something much more common in, in uh, monogamous relationships. Yeah, the vanilla world. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't I don't find it so much in the lifestyle. I mean, who knows what goes on behind you know other people's closed doors? But I just don't think that it's an an issue so much. But uh, yeah, we. You know, is that you know what it is? I think is that there's so much freedom, mm-hmm. and there's so much freedom for a lot of people in the lifestyle is that they can really express themselves sexually. You know, to the greater and lesser extents. Obviously, nobody is like, and not not everybody is in the, to the stage that we are, uh, that Miss Afu and I are. But and at the same time, you know, we are not 
to the extent that other people are as well, free mm-hmm. as other people are. Maybe I don't know, whatever it is. But the thing is that that there is a uh, there is a chasm that's already been crossed in which you know physically interacting or phys- being physical with somebody other than your partner uh, is 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 has gained some level of acceptability. So once you know people are on that side of the fence, jealousy just kind of erases itself because honestly, you know, yeah, I mean. I don't know. It's like certainly there wasn't anything that I ever felt for these women that was anything other than physical, um, you know. But you like them. I liked them. Sure, mm-hmm. I liked them fine. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they were friends, and I thought that they were okay, and I had a lot of t- a lot of fun with them. But I didn't love them, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just to me. I mean, what do you do? You know, it's just not a this is not a factor. Well, what was the other? He had a two-part question. Yes. What was his other? Yes, 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 yes. And again, we'll, we, we promise to revisit the whole jealousy thing if it ever comes up. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have any problem saying, yeah. oh, my God, this thing happened that made me so jealous. But so far, I mean, I haven't had that issue, and I guess you haven't had that nah. issue. No, because we show up to an event, we have a really great time, and then we come home together and, you know, have sex or whatever, yeah. whatever we're doing. So... I'm just jealous of all those couples out there who are having a lot more sex than we are. <laughs> <laughs> really? Do you think they're like professional swingers? I don't like, know. I think trust baby swingers. Yeah, I don't know, and I'm, I, ah. and I'm, and I'm mostly kidding there. I think that no. you and I are doing great, but it, it just seems to me that there's a few couples out there, people that we know, who seem that they're banging half the city. Are you serious? Sure. I want to be a trust fund swinger. You just have to be independently wealthy and just Absolutely. like just do this on the regs. Yeah, I want to. Well, you know my two favorite activities. I want to be able to travel and swing. Yeah, right, right. Was, so yeah. there are some travel plans in the future. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Um, so the 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 it was a two parter. The second part uh, had to do with alcohol, mm-hmm. uh, whether and and then specifically not not necessarily with what we were talking about before in our top ten, but what he was asking was. How prevalent was alcohol use in the lifestyle and whether, you know, because I guess what he had experienced before is that everybody waited until they were completely blasted before anything happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if there was any kind of uh, deviation from that, I suppose. Well, like we spoke about before, I mean, the the goal is really to not get blasted. <laughs> right. <laughs> because that really takes away from the experience and because it, it may even eliminate the opportunity for the experience. So right, you got to watch, watch if, yourself. Yeah, because if you're blasted, there's no blast off. No. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you're, that's a guy thing. That's a guy thing. That's a guy thing. Um, but... But um, I don't know if people get that impression because uh, you and I were always talking about being out at the club and, right. you know, at the bar and this and that. But, I mean, you got, you and I are big party people. Yes. And, and we get we've w- always been wasted. We've always yeah. been big party people. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, when the end of that work week comes, mm-hmm. it's like you want to twist off. Yeah. Because... I mean, that's what we're doing. We're right. going out and we're going to have a really good time. Yep. No holes barred, you know? And, mm-hmm. and it's like, so not, but not everybody in the lifestyle does no. that. There are people that don't party and they're still in the lifestyle and they have little private gatherings yeah. at their home. Yes. You know, where, you know, people come over and they hook up stone cold sober and that's, you know, that's their deal. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, so I think it just depends on what, 
what um, the couple is into outside of the lifestyle. So, but generally, generally, Miss Wafu and I stay pretty damn sober, you know, fairly sober lately. Yeah, absolutely. But we've seen some people get but blasted. But we've learned that it's like you can't just go out and be party hardy and mm-hmm. um, and you know hook up or meet people in the lifestyle. It's like you have to go with your goal in mind. Right. You have to stay focused. Stay focused and. You know, because now you're on a mission. This isn't just party, party time at the bar. This is, uh, this is uh, you have expectations you want. Yes, to it's not all about it's not all about you. <laughs> <laughs> it's about us, yeah, right? <laughs> no, but I mean, I think different um, different people handle the lifestyle different ways, and it's just whatever your personality is. Some people are just homebodies, right? So all they'll ever do is like hang out at home and have people over. Yeah. We just happen to be party people that are in the lifestyle. Yeah, um, we've done the we've done the sober hookup thing a couple right. times, and I'll tell you, it was a little awkward for yeah. me. It's just, you know, when you have a couple cocktails, I mean, you might feel like the world's greatest lover. Right, a little more um, inhibit, uninhibited, maybe. Yeah. yeah, and when you're stone cold sober, it's like. I feel like I'm 16 again. Is he going to put his arm around me or should I, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> what should I do? I mean, it's, it's, it's different, but it's different, yeah. the point is, no, everybody doesn't need to be all fucked up to, you know, swing and have a good time. I guess the more important thing is like, and this is, I guess, directing the question to anybody who might be, this might resonate with them is like, is, is, is if you feel you, the listener, right. Feel like you need to be drunk. Mm-hmm. in order to be effective in the lifestyle or whatever, in order to let yourself relax enough or whatever, in order to... Then more power to you. Well, no, my no, my, <laughs> no, my point is, my point is, is like maybe you need to evaluate, I guess. Maybe. Reconcile something. Yeah, reconcile something. Maybe there's something, that, maybe there's something that you need to figure out about why you're doing this. I mean, if you need to get blotto before you before you do anything uh sexual with somebody outside your marriage like maybe maybe you need to talk to your partner about that and Mm -hmm. uh figure out if there's something some kind of insecurity you need to you need to you need to resolve but you know at the same time if like if you can't have sex with your partner without being blotto either (laughs) (laughs) that's that's that would be scary, right? As somebody, somebody says, like if they eliminated alcohol, the birth rate in the United States would probably drop by seventy five percent. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, something like that. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, yeah, alcohol and sex they go together. Unfortunately, fortunately, however you want to call it. Um, but yeah. So I, I don't know if we answered your question. We just kind of spoke to you from our own experience mm-hmm. on the subject and what we've witnessed. But we've seen some people get pretty freaking wasted at the club before. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? And some people stone cold sober. Some people stone cold sober, yeah. yeah. I showed up to chew gum or fuck. Right. And I'm all out of You're gum. You're all out of gum, right. <laughs> that, that guy was Remember awesome. Remember that guy? <laughs> that guy was awesome. That guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy was awesome. Um, okay, and so that's it. I guess that's it for tonight. That's it for tonight. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Life on the Swing Set as always. Uh, you know, Cooper and company, great people, always help us out. Thank you very much. Kisses to those guys. Kisses to those guys. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Jared, Jared and Kara. I don't want, don't know where everything's going to end up with you guys and the super secret singer, but I wish you guys the best of luck. Certainly. Um, hey, and everybody else out there. Um, we love all you swingers. Thank you. Thank you very much for, and, yeah. Thank you very much for listening. 
And uh, thank you for sharing our top 10 lists. We, uh, I, I enjoyed sharing our top 10 list with you yes, tonight, Mr. I, Swap Food. I, I enjoyed sharing it with you as well. And enjoyed sharing it with uh, the listeners. So right. you guys have a good night. Take care. Yeah, stay tuned for Swap Food 11. Thank you.